Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup. This week we're going to be talking about when platforms melt down and Julie will be leading us on this important topic because over the weekend Facebook had a meltdown. There was a Facebook situation where literally it stopped serving a lot of ads but caused overspending as well. So yeah, there was a bug of overspending and not showing ads really well. And also Google ads did have an issue today in terms of basically just an error where loads of different errors were reported out. Can I quickly check out what it is? The dashboard indicated there have been error messages, high latency, and just other unexpected behavior. So just different platform issues. So we talk about what do you do when platform issues happen? How do you communicate with clients? How soon do you communicate with clients? You know, how to ward off the panic that you might be feeling inside and things that, you know, to learn for next time in terms of maybe things that you didn't put in place this time. So yeah, let's get into that. Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK and I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast, that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions. And even if you do, then like, follow, share and retweet on That's Right Twitter with my handle, The Marketing Annual. Join us on our LinkedIn group, the PPC Chat Roundup podcast. Or if you're on Instagram, why don't you check us out at ppcchat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from previous episodes. So we have Julie taking us on a very timely topic, what to do when platforms melt down. So basically that's, yeah, we, she called it when platforms melt down, but yeah, this is very much a chat about what to do, what we did over this weekend and how we got on with it. Before we get to the questions though, this chat is intended for PPC professionals of all levels. If you have something you want to share, please do. We are a friendly and supportive community. Please don't be afraid to participate lurkers. And of course, listeners of the podcasts are always Welcome. It was actually really nice to get a tweet from Glenn Schmeltzley today where he tweeted on my 250th episode last week, just as I was, you know, putting my mic in and, you know, reading out what my intro was like, preparing what my intro is going to be. He put up this tweet saying, cannot believe you have done 250 episodes. The dedication you show to the PPC chat and SEM community is amazing. And those are the kind of tweets that makes me go, Okay, it's it's 10 to 9. I still have to eat dinner, but let's get this this episode recorded so that I can send it to my sound engineer who is messaging me saying, Anu, I need this in the next like half an hour unless I'm able to get this done today. So yeah, it's an exciting time for me and I always I I, I love doing this. I if I didn't love doing this, I would have stopped. To be honest, I do wish the numbers were a lot higher and you know, I'd love to you know, tell that like I like mentioning those tweets so that you know that this is a dedication that I do. I don't do it for sponsorships. I do it hoping that you learn a lot about what the community is talking about. And in case you do miss the live chats and you want to hear what people have tweeted about whilst you're doing something else. So I hope you do keep that in mind. I hope you do use that and put a a, you know, a rating on Spotify by going through linktree.com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup 
So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode, but let's get right into it. So Julie asks us question one, were you impacted by the Facebook platform meltdown over the weekend? If so, how did you respond? Not many people were. Travis goes managing mostly Google ads accounts only indirectly. I noticed minor volatility in the echo of branded search campaigns reached out to a partner and SM buyers, some of whom surprisingly were unaware. It's interesting how we're so plugged in, but also not, right? That's very interesting. Chris Ridley responds saying from initial data, we saw a 40 to 50% increase in CPMs. We initially responded by reviewing accounts and prioritizing accounts that were hit the hardest. Diana Lino goes, yes, we were impacted. There was just a little overspend, but a very high cost per landing page view, which led to a drop in traffic for that day. We didn't stop ads and had conversions on Sunday and Monday as well. Happily, things look good for now. So yay. So no, not too bad of a, an effect for Diana there. Julie responds saying, yeah, I don't have any clients advertising on Facebook at the moment. So I watched this one from the sidelines. Sophie goes same here and yeah, same here as well. Julia Vice responds saying, we're still trying to figure that out. A couple of major accounts were unaffected, which is a big relief, but we're still getting to the bottom of any effects across the team. Fraser Andrews as well responds saying, we were, but unfortunately Facebook spend at the moment is low across client accounts. So impact wasn't awful. We noticed that spend was spiking at 2 to 3 a.m. So altered scheduling to run solely during business hours. I hope the whole altering scheduling happened in the morning or when you came back from the weekend, because if you noticed it and in real time at 3 a.m. we're editing scheduling, oh, that worries me. Anyway, so not ideal, but seems to have reduced any mad 2 a.m. spend. So yeah, I hope that's in terms of future. Now, an important question that I feel everyone should now bring out their pencils and notepad to take notes about. We talked about this somewhat recently, Julie asks, but what, if anything, do you have in place to alert you of major issues in your accounts? Travis goes, a few email alerts that help one act quicker include plus or minus 50% spend day on day, plus or minus 20% CPA week on week, X spend threshold, zero conversions separately at keyword, ad, ad group and campaign levels and campaign type, CTR thresholds at XX impressions matters for Google ads separate by campaign type. And Chris Ridley responds to question two saying that we have a few scripts and automated reports in place to inform us of these changing. And we're also currently reviewing automated solutions as preventative measures. At the moment, we're not implementing too many due to the list of automation overreacting. Diana Lena responds saying on Facebook, we don't have any rules set up. It would be good as this happened on weekend when live monitoring is not possible. Yeah, because your life is your life during the weekend and you will not be monitoring that over the weekend. You shouldn't be monitoring that over the weekend. Julia Weiss also responds saying rules, alerts and the best tool in the biz, a second pair of eyes oh, when possible, right? And um, Fraser Andrews as well responds saying non-Facebook wise in platform alerts are always handy alongside looker reports. That being said, was alerted to this by the community. So big love all. Yeah, right. Julie Vice goes, love a quick glance at looker. No need for the 11 click journey to open the platform if you don't need. Amazing. Um, Julie herself responds saying that wherever possible, set up rules and or alerts to get notified 
directly if things go wonky. Like to have alerts around traffic drops and cost increases. And honestly, I'm never far from the PPC chat channels, so I see things being talked about too. And Diana as well also gives another response to question two. And I imagine that was based off even Fraser saying that he noticed the error based on the community chat. And she goes, in this case, LinkedIn and Twitter chats were my real time <laughs> alerts. So yeah, sometimes the real time alerts isn't the platforms themselves. Julie then takes us on to question three saying, when you become aware of a major platform issue or malfunction, what are the first steps to take? Communication is key, Travis responds, which I absolutely agree with. Never can be too much. At a minimum, let clients know, A, that we're aware, and B, here's what we're doing right now, today, and future, if or then steps. Shopify support plus other CMS support accounts are good e-com resources for early outage or issue alerts. Chris Ridley responds saying, first reaction is always to analyze the data to see if we can resolve it ourselves. If we can't, we next aim to minimize damage, whether this is reducing budgets or pausing elements altogether. Finally, we reach out to see if others are experiencing the same. Diana responds saying, I try to dig and find the cause to understand the situation. Is it something temporary? Is it only affecting the one account or is something larger that affects others too. Depending on the cause, I take different actions. Continue to that. And Chris goes, great mind, think alike. <laughs> and Julia Weiss goes on to answer question three as well, saying, usually I look at spend. Do we need to pause the campaigns or not? Next, it's best to try and understand what's happening and then alert the clients with next steps. Julie then answers question three as well, saying step one is to figure out if my accounts are being impacted and if so, in what way and at what level of severity. See what, if anything, platform is saying. Might pause everything while it gets sorted by the platform. Let client know as needed. That as needed is very important because, yeah, they might not need to be the first ones to know that the issue is happening. It might be such a short term issue that you can, you know, pause, you know, and not tell the client and the thing resolves itself before the client even notices it. But obviously, if it's something that is going to show up in reporting, definitely let the client know, you know, before the reporting day and don't be like, oh, yeah, by the way, there was a glitch two weeks ago because clients will get annoyed by that. So anyone that's new if it's something that is going to show in the reporting, definitely let the client know. Fraser Andrews responds to question three saying impact, always impact. There's a tendency to get sucked into the detail. Whereas if the issue isn't as bad as first thought, your approach to fixing it changes without sounding all Tony Robbins. Think it's also crucial to learn and react, e.g. adding more data to Looker. And Julia Weiss also gives another answer to question three saying, did anyone else find that reach campaigns were largely unaffected? It seemed to be more traffic or conversion campaigns. And then Julie takes us on to question four saying, in the event of platform issues, how proactive are you in communicating with your clients or stakeholders? At what point in the process do you communicate with them? Yeah, the points. So Travis responds saying depends on severity of the issue and client comp preferences, but I err on the side of over-communication, build trusts. For quicker FYIs, most clients share a Slack connection, so that's instant. For longer explanations, email is best with a Slack too long, didn't read alerts. Chris also responds saying that I like to get comms 
out to the client as soon as I'm aware of a platform-wide issue or if I spot an issue in their account that has had a significant impact on the account's performance. Even if it's a high, we're currently monitoring XYZ email. Diana Lina as well as responds saying, always if there's a big change with a big impact and as fast as possible, minor things that don't affect performance can be said later as an information. So yeah, I'd always say that if it's in a report, it's going to show up in a report, as I said earlier on, mention it. Julie goes, I am very proactive and I would rather have multiple communications as I know more than wait until I have a resolution. First communication is often, hey, this is happening and we are actively on the case. More detail later about impact, our actions, etc. She continues saying, I would also add that this type of situation is one where it really helps to know your client or stakeholders well. So you know what to tell them and when some want play by plays, others just an acknowledgement and summary of actions taken. Absolutely. It's all about knowing your clients. And Chris goes, and for others, they just want to know the final outcome and are best not to bother until you have the resolution. And yeah, Julie goes, ah, yes, that's why we pay you to manage this stuff, hands off clients. And yeah, all the ones that will go into meltdown mode themselves, these are best kept out of the loop until you'll need them or it's resolved. So sometimes there yeah, are some people will panic for no good reason. And it's best to just be like, by the way, we've resolved this. It was an issue for X amount of time, but don't worry. This is how the things are being resolved. Julie then goes on to question five saying in a case like the Facebook issue over the weekend, how do you handle unexpected and or significant overspend in your account? Yeah. Try not to panic and hope that Google or Facebook are going to respond you the money, right? Travis responds saying with smaller accounts and egregious overspend may blow the budget for a time and resting the account may be the only option if no refund. Yeah. Better path is reduce testing, consolidate via proven campaign efforts and weather the storm until budget constraints loosen. Chris Ridley responds saying, own it, whether it's your fault or completely unavoidable like an ad platform bug, be transparent and honest with the client or stakeholders. And Robert Brady responds to that. I think he might be just responding to question five saying, I think it's important to point out that you can be transparent and own it without accepting the blame. If it's the platform's fault, communicate that and work on the path forward. Don't beat yourself up over something out of your control. And Chris Ridley responds saying that, yeah, once you've owned it, get it under control, review how the issue occurred and put measures in place to minimize or prevent it in the future. Do additional alerts or automated rules need to be set up? Do you need to tighten targeting or set an account monthly budget? And then Diana Lina responds to question five saying, happily, we didn't have a high overspend, just a few dollars. I guess discussing with the client for a solution can help. Maybe they are not very budget restrained. Also, the platform may refund that amount. Lastly, you can cut budgets on underperforming campaigns. And then we have Julie herself responding to question five saying, first, figure out just how much overspend there was. In the case of Facebook over the weekend, it sounds like for some, it was quite significant. Provide suggested courses of action for remainder of budget period and let client weigh in on what they'd like to do. Absolutely. Get them involved in the decision. Judd Kagan responds to question four saying, if the issue appears to persist more than two hours, we communicate it to the client proactively. If it's under two hours, it's reactively. That actually does make sense. I like that. And then, yeah, Julie gives another answer to question five saying, I don't count on a refund happening. It really should when the platform was at fault or broken or malfunctioning. 
but that is not what happens a lot of the time. So I treat it as a bonus part of any action plan. Dan Elena as well gives another answer to question five saying, have a lower budget next month. Communicating with the client will help you feel better and come to the best solution. And then Julie takes us on to the last question saying, have you successfully gotten a refund or credit for any of your accounts when there has been a major platform issue? Was the refund sufficient in your opinion? How were you able to achieve that? Yeah. Did you have to fight for it? Did it just come automatically? Chris really goes, none worth writing home about. Julie goes, soon we will see the screenshots of people sharing their Facebook refunds of $1.67 and such and going, yay, I can buy a coffee. Travis responds saying, it's tough to extract spend once it's gone, depending on the severity because who's at fault. There's a time opportunity cost to consider. Do we bunker down for a while? Or do we split time managing versus platform follow-up, attempting to secure a refund months later? Dan Alina as well responds saying, so few times I can barely remember. Usually on Meta is just some sense. On Google, it happened to receive more tens of, of dollars, but nothing significantly, both by communicating with the support or by default. If there was an obvious reported platform error, why are they not giving refunds? That's, that's a little bit annoying. Anyway, Julie then also responds to question six saying the lack of reps and quality support makes getting a deserved refund way harder than it should be. If the platform goes wonky, it should absolutely refund at a minimum for overspend or other account parameters, ignoring actions it took that cost dollars. Absolutely. It's all about, you should really definitely do that refund. If it's significant, if we can clearly say that the error was platform side, which in this case, it definitely sounds like it was. On that note, we come to the end of that, you know, quick and snappy, I believe it was like about 20 minutes chat. But sometimes these advices, it doesn't take too long. We would probably, even if we had more people that joined the chat, they would probably have said the same advice about, you know, it's all about keeping those alerts and don't beat yourself off about it. And, you know, communicate with your client well, but know, know your client well, know the kind of communication that they need. Don't over communicate with some of those who can be a little bit of like a worry word, but yeah, communicate with those who like hands on and let them be part of these decisions with, you know, budgets moving in the next coming of months, if that has been sorely affected. So yeah, I hope you keep all those things in mind, but if you do think that we have not exhausted the advice that can be given and you've got a few things on your mind that we could have done or we, we could be doing in these kind of cases that we didn't mention, why don't you join us on Thursday at 5 p.m. GMT, 12 p.m. Eastern time to chat on Twitter spaces. Yeah, Julie's going to continue this chat about this or any new news that comes out between now and then. You never know with Google and Facebook. Maybe we'll get news that everybody is getting a refund for those overspend that happened. So yay. Cross fingers for that for you guys that did have that issue in terms of spend. For any feedback about the podcast or maybe even some correction and anything that has been shared, please get in touch with me on my Twitter. My DMs are open on my handle at the Marketing Anu or find me on LinkedIn, Anu Adikbola, my, my, my first and last name. We have we also have the PPC Chat Roundup group. So if you want to join that, please just let us know. It would also be great for longstanding members, brand new listeners, you know, and people who share Glenn Schmetzley's opinion about me, you know, being very dedicated to this after 251 episodes. Now, I'm really happy about that and I do it for the love of it, but also for the love of those ratings. So if you can go to 
linktree.com. So that's L-I-N-K-T-R-E-E.com forward slash PPC chat underscore roundup. It'll take you to the links like Spotify and Apple where you can, it takes seconds to just leave a rating. Also a quick note that PPC Live UK is happening on the 25th of May. We've got four brilliant speakers. We've got early bird tickets going on right now. Sometime next week, I'll be increasing the price. So yeah, if you want the early bird ticket price, go to www.ppcliveuk.com for those tickets. Finally, remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week.